This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Olu George Ministries presents Focus on Freedom Podcast. We're covering the face of the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. Welcome to an encounter with timeless, transcendent, and triumphant truth. Here's your brother, friend, and messenger, Alu M. George. We have been talking, studying, meditating on the most exciting subject of the four square Jesus. There are many, many sides of Jesus. Even the four, let me, let me just confess right now, that four is not enough. I mean, how do you reduce him to four? It, it's, it's impossible. It's impracticable. But because of the weakness of our minds, the weakness of our vocabulary, let's go with four for now. I know we could do 40, we could do 400, we could do 4,000. But the four square Jesus, there are four dimensions of Jesus we've been fellowshipping around because we want these dimensions of Jesus activated and released in our experience. We don't want to be professors of religion. We want to be possessors of life. We don't want to be those who claim to be Christians. We want to be those who heaven endorse as Christians. We want heaven to say regarding us like it was said about Jesus. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. We want Abba to say, this, my, this is my son, today I have begotten you. We want the father to say, let all demons worship him. Let all demons fall down before them. Let all the forces of life have respect for them. Let the heavens and the earth honor these people. We want all of Jesus. We're not happy with just one of Jesus. We want all of Jesus. If there's something that Jesus accomplished for us, we want it. If there's something Jesus is doing for us right now, we want to experience it. That is our motivation for the four square gospel. And we have looked extensively at the first one in about nine weeks. Jesus, Savior from sin, the cardinal, the, the touchstone, the cornerstone of all of who Jesus is and all that he came to the earth to do. For this cause was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. But central to the works of the devil is sin and all the penalties and the consequences of sin. And I said it once, let me say it again. We are emphasizing because the Holy Spirit is emphasizing for several reasons. It's not being preached as much as it should be. Just a few days ago, I received a link from one of my partners saying that my husband is preaching about the subject of hell on a fledging internet radio station. And she made a comment, not many people want to talk about this, which is true. Jesus spoke about hell a lot. The only thing Jesus spoke more about than hell was money. But Jesus was very comfortable about hell. Hell is a real place. Hell is a reality. There's a hell to shun. It's not just something we've used to threaten people. It's not just something we use to manipulate little children, to scare them straight, scare them into good behavior. Hell is a real place. If hell was not a real place, the whole foundation of Scripture will collapse. If hell was not a real place, Jesus will be not just a liar and a con artist. He will be stark, raving, lunatic, mad. 
And we know that is not true. He's the pure Savior, the glorious Father. His name is Wonderful. His name is Counselor. His name is Everlasting Father. His name is the Prince of Wholeness, Prince of Completeness, and of the increase of his government and of his peace. There shall be no end. He is our Savior. He's the Bishop and Lover of our soul. He's a bright and morning star. He's, all, he's the desire of all nations. He's our hope and our help. He is Jesus. is Alpha and Omega because in him God reconciled the world. Hell is a real place. Heaven is a real place. I believe I have seen a glimpse of the new earth. There's a new earth coming someday. I've seen a glimpse of the technologies of the new earth. It's out of this world. So I can tell you. It's out of this world. So we want all of Jesus. We want everything, even the, the minutest details of what he is and who he is. So many people do not want to talk about Jesus, Savior from sin. They don't want to talk about hell. They want to talk about prosperity, which is great, very, very needed. But what is it if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul? If a man gains the whole world and loses who he's supposed to be, if he loses himself, because every human sent to the earth was sent to play a role. It's like a movie. Everyone has a role. There's people that are involved in lighting. There are people involved in stage design. There are people involved in coaching. There are people involved in choreography. There are people involved in stunts. Different things make up a magnificent movie or a magnificent TV or even radio production. Every human has been called to play a role. The problem is most humans never find that role. And many don't like the role because they are not glamorous enough. And in that role is where the prosperity is, is where the peace is. Because prosperity is not plenty of money. Well, you need plenty of money to be prosperous. But prosperity is not plenty of money. There are many people with plenty of money who are very, very poor in spirit, soul, and even in physical experiences. So, we want all of Jesus. We want all of Jesus. And we said, secondly, this cannot be bad news. This cannot be condemnation. That the power of sin is destroyed. That the penalty of sin has been taken care of. That Jesus paid it all. How can that be a sin? How can that be discouraging to anyone? This is to put fire in your soul. This is to shoot adrenaline into your spirit. To refuse to live beneath your privilege in Christ. To refuse to live beneath your authority in Christ. To, be, to refuse to live beneath who he's called you to be. And he's called you to be free. He's called you to be without condemnation. He's called you to be holy. He's called you to be righteous. He's called you to be a light. He's called you to be an example to the world, an example to the church, an example to your family. He's called you to be the very, very best, the best specimen of humanity on this earth. And that's why we're doing this. And so if the Holy Spirit does not have any more tricks up his sleeve, this might be our last study on Jesus as Savior from sin before we go into another exciting topic. Jesus, the healer of all diseases. Ha. And when we talk about healing of all diseases, you know, we are not going to just be limited to physical sicknesses alone. We're going to be incorporating at some point all of the physical challenges that we may encounter or face. Jesus is the answer to every question we're asking. And every question we'll ever ask to every conflict, Jesus holds the answer. Let's go back to the doxology of Jude, which was our last scripture as we as we rounded up last time. 
and let's try and uh, wrap this thing over. Jude 1, 24 and 25. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. You know, the subject, the, the conflict of faith, the difficulty of faith is not usually on God's ability, but on God's promise, on God's guarantee, on God's willingness. Very few Christians doubt that God can do anything. The problem is, does he want to do it for me? Has he done it for me? Is he doing it for me? Am I even worthy of it? Is it my place? Let me borrow from next, next week. Everybody knows God can heal any disease. Cancer of the brain, even sixth, um, faith, uh, that's the way they describe it. Stage four, stage 20, if, the, if that's possible, God can heal. All of us know he can. But when the doctor gives you a report that they found a cancerous cell in your brain, do you believe he wants to do it now or he has already done it now? No. You don't know. You're not sure. So you call the whole world to pray for you. And that is powerful. Corporate prayer is powerful. It doesn't matter if we know what we are praying about. It doesn't matter if we believe that we are getting. Just gather people in prayer. Power is unleashed. So I will never speak against prayer. But the point is, we know he's able. But is he willing, though? That's the challenge. Let me read into this scripture. Now unto him that is able to keep you falling. And I want to add, based on all the scriptures, now unto him who is not only able but willing, and who is not just willing but has made provision to keep you from falling. God is able, God is willing, and he's so willing he made provision. Sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, you're under grace. And to keep you faultless, faultless, we, our minds cannot handle that. Faultless? Can anyone be faultless? Yeah, not in their own power. You know, Jesus spoke about how difficult it is for rich people to, to get into the kingdom. The apostles were flabbergasted because they were rich. They were fishermen. They had business. They are thriving businesses before they followed Jesus. And they probably know rich people who are good people. My Lord, if it is so difficult for a rich person to get into the kingdom, what about us? Jesus said, in yourself, you cannot do this. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. Now unto him who is able to keep them from falling and to bring them into the presence of his his own glory, blameless. Blameless. One translation says, without blemish. Another one says, free from all evil. Another one says, unblemished. Hallelujah. Another one says he's able to keep you from falling and make you pure. Make you pure. Once, I like this one, he says, Now unto him that's able to preserve you without sin and to present you spotless. So faultless, blameless, spotless. 
not by human standard, spotless before the very presence of the glory of God. That means God's x-ray going through a man, and that man is declared faultless. Can you imagine that? God is able to do that. God is willing to do that. And God has already made provision for that to be the case. The, the easy-to-read version says, God is strong and can keep you from falling. He can bring you before his glory without any wrong in you. Even when the enemy is accusing you day and night, the Father looks at you. And he's not just looking at you in faith. There's a place for that where he looks at you and there's no, there's, he doesn't see it there. Even if he's there, he doesn't see it because he's your father. But we're talking about a place where there is nothing in deed, nothing in truth, nothing in reality. God can guard you. The good news, the God's, God's word version says, God can guard you so that you don't fall and so that you can be full of joy as you stand in his glorious presence without fault. There are people who will stand in the presence of God at the end of their time on earth or at the last day and they will not do it with trepidation and fear. They will do it with utmost unspeakable fervent joy because he presents them faultless before the throne. He presents them absolutely faultless before the throne. Look at it. I like the, the Passion Translation. Now to the one with enough power to prevent you from stumbling into sin and bring you faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with ecstatic delight. Hallelujah. Ecstatic delight. To the one and the only God, our Savior, through our Lord Jesus Christ, be endless glory and majesty, great power and authority before he created time, now, throughout all the ages of eternity. Amen. I think we can just close the curtain right now. If we bring this entire series to an end right now, I think the Lord will be pleased. But let's read one more verse, one, one more scripture before we go. First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace and harmony, the Passion Translation I'm reading from, may the God of all peace and harmony set you apart, making you completely holy, and may your entire being, your spirit, your soul, your body be kept completely flawless in the appearing of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Let me read that in the King James Version, my favorite of this particular verse. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y, wholly. And I pray in italics, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is this even possible that a man can be faultless? Is it possible that a man can stand before God blameless without spot, without wrinkle? It's not only possible, it is accomplished. It is a settled fact, settled in the heavens, Settle forever and ever. The message translation says, May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, 
W-H-O-L-E. Make you holy and whole, complete. There is no, no, no stain, no, no comma, no maybe, no buts. In your life, in every aspect, spirit, soul, body, may he keep you fit for the coming of our master Jesus Christ, the one who called you. I love this. The one, verse 24, the one who called you is completely dependable. This is not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. It's all about him. He that calls you is completely dependable. If he said it, he'll do it. So by faith, in simple childlike faith, you and I must declare now, God himself, the God of all holiness, the God of peace, the God of shalom, he sanctifies me now, my spirit, my soul, my body, and he will keep me fit. He will keep me fit for the coming of my master, Jesus Christ. Father, the father who called me is dependable, is faithful, is true, and he will do what he has promised. And what he has promised cannot be undone. I like to read in the Amplified translation. And may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. Sanctify you through and through. Nothing missed in parenthesis. Separate you from profane things. Make you pure and wholly consecrated to God. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah. Verse 24. Faithful is he who is calling you to himself and utterly trustworthy. And he will also do it. Fulfill his call by hallowing and keeping you. Absolutely dependable. The Bible says God cannot lie. And I will never forget my, my one-time pastor who says, if God were to look at a white person and say, hey, that's a Zulu brother right there. And even though he's an Afrikaner, and God points at him and says, hey, this, this Fanny Kirk guy is a Zulu brother, immediately his skin will turn black. His accent will become heavily Zulu. His name will be transformed to Bongani or something. And all his records, his birth certificate, his driver's license, his ID will all reflect Bongani, Mulweni or something. Because God cannot lie. He looks at a black chair. And that is a white chair. Immediately, at the sound of his voice, that thing turns white. He cannot lie. That is how dependable your God is. He created and crafted and fashioned and tailored all of creation. And do, do you know how specific the design of creation is? Do you know the amount of thought and effort that went into designing a planet Earth that needed to have a Venus and a Jupiter in the same solar system? And this solar system in this galaxy and this, this endless billions of light years, all of it pointing to this tiny speck in space where man exists, the object of God's affection. He needed this grandiose universe to sustain life on this tiny little planet and all of it interacting. Do you know why the earth is not being hit by rocks, by space rocks all the time? Because Jupiter, that gigantic planet, is 
using his gravitational pull to pull away all these rocks flying through the, the space at dizzying tens of thousands of kilometers per second. That kind of God has promised. You will be spotless. You will be faultless. You will stand before Yeshua, Jesus. Oh God, why would you want to serve anything else? Why would you be attracted to serve anything else? Why would you not be attracted to this kind of God? Amen. Today, I declare your total freedom from anything that is called sin or sinful. Today, I declare the end to your weakness, to your belief that you are a sinner if you are in Christ. If you are not in Christ, you are not just a sinner, you are an enemy of God. If you are not just in Christ, you are a hater of God. But if you are in Christ, that satanic mind system that makes you think you are, you are a weakling, you are a worm, you are a sinner, and you must sin every day. No, no, you don't have to sin every day. You're not a sinner. I drive, I know how to drive a vehicle, but I'm not a driver. If you put a gun to my head, I might even cook something, but I'm far from being a chef. My wife is a fantastic cook, but she's not a chef. The fact that you drive a car doesn't make you a driver. The fact that you can prescribe, you can tell someone, well, you know, I had flu last week and I took ACC 600. Does that make you a doctor? No. Falling into sin doesn't make you a sinner. A sinner is your nature. If you're not in Christ, you're a sinner. If you are in Christ, you are a saint. So today we affirm your status. We affirm your identity as a saint of God. A saint with a destiny and a future to stand before God spotless. To walk through this life blameless. That when you confront the powers of darkness, they have nothing to resist you with. They can't go into your past. The blood has already covered your past. They can't come into your presence. The blood is covering your present. Surely they are scared to talk about the future. Because when they talk about your future, they will have to consider their own future in the lake of fire. Lift up your hands and lift up your voice and shout hallelujah right now. And if you are not saved, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, fall on your knees. Put up your hands in surrender and ask Jesus to be Lord, Master, and the absolute sovereign of your life. Turn your back on every sin. Turn your back on Satan. Turn your back on ancestor worship. Turn your back on African traditional religion and belief systems and embrace Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of a living God. He will take you places in time and eternity that you will never be able to go by yourself. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Focus on Freedom Podcast. For more information, please visit olugeorgeministries.global or send a WhatsApp inquiry to plus 27-81-300-6633. Also, like, subscribe and share our content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. See you next time. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.